magic lamp. Wonder what happens when I rub it. You have awakened me. I shall grant you three wishes. My first wish is for economic development. My second wish is to save hours of travel time. And my third wish is to create safer roads. You could have just wished for bus rapid transit and gotten all these things with one wish. Make all your transit wishes come true. Learn more about bus rapid transit at indigo.net slash bus dash rapid dash transit. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's so the big bad orange man indicted again by the special counsel in regards to January 6th stuff. It's the Hammer and Nigel show. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nige on vacation. The gun guy, Guy Relford filling in. And Guy, in addition to being a two-way instructor and all things gun related, you're a pretty damn good attorney. You get it done in the courtroom. So when I see two conspiracy charges, two obstruction charges against Donald Trump, what comes out to you? Well, you know, when you start peeling the layers off that onion is when it gets really interesting because this latest uh, indictment really is having a problem to a great degree, if not all of it, is about what what Trump was communicating, what he said with respect to the the outcome of of the 2020 election and so much of it and some of it is actually there's an admission in the indictment is protected by the first amendment it's protected right. it's public speech and he's expressing opinions and they say well he he can he can express his opinions but he can't lie he can't aff- affirmatively lie you know what a lie is that's saying something that's false that you know to be false how are they going to say that he not only said things that are false, and I think the discovery on this could get really interesting when you get into all the, the bases for what Trump had to say about the election, but also whether he believed it or not. If you're intentionally falsifying facts, that's much different than expressing an opinion that other people disagree with. And the latter is absolutely protected by the First Amendment. So here is the special counsel, Jack Smith, reading the four-count indictment yesterday. Today... An indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to disenfranchise voters, and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. So I was on the air yesterday, Guy, when this came down. And when you watch that very brief press statement, and there's probably no more than four minutes of Jack Smith up there talking to the press, it sounded like... It was something written from the press room of CNN, something written from you know, Rachel Maddow's personal assistant. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6, 2021, was an unprecedented assault on the seat of American democracy. As described in the indictment, it was fueled by lies. Lies by the defendant targeted at obstructing a bedrock function of the U.S. government the nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential election. The men and women of law enforcement who defended the U.S. Capitol on January 6th are heroes. They are patriots and they are the very best of us. They did not just defend a building or the people sheltering in it. They put their lives on the line to defend who we are as a country and as a people. 
Listen, can we stop pretending like the guy in the Viking helmet was about to bring down the United States government? Can we stop with that? I mean, listen, there were some knuckleheads that did some ridiculous things. One unarmed individual lost her life. But at the end of the day, of all the people that stormed into the Capitol, and according to people like Jack Smith, put our nation at risk to this very day, Alec Baldwin has killed more people than anybody that ran into the Capitol. Well, that's a tremendously good point. And listen, how much of what he had to say was about the knuckleheads who decided to go down to the Capitol that day, as opposed to what Donald Trump actually did that's a criminal offense. because And, and that's a sign of a weak argument to me. It, it, as an attorney, you're looking at any public statement, anything coming out of that prosecutor's mouth. That's what a U.S. attorney is. That's a federal prosecutor. You're looking at what they have to say. And when they have substance to a criminal charge, when they say, look, here are the meat and bones of my criminal charge. Here, here's a statute that says what's illegal. Here's the conduct we're going to prove in court that matches the statute. This guy's guilty of a crime. He's going to jail. Then you look at that and go, hmm, okay, there's something to talk about. When they come out and start talking about what knuckleheads did, in going into the Capitol that had nothing to do directly with what Donald Trump did or didn't do, then that's, to me, as is, is much as an admission that I've got, a, I've got no substance to my criminal case. Donald Trump has released a statement about the latest indictment. Even after everything the deep state has done to me, I will never give up on America. Mark my words, in 2024, we will win back the White House. We will make America great again. I have no doubt about it. They come at me from left. They come at me from right. The rhinos, the communists, the Marxists, the fascists. We will not only survive, we will be stronger than ever before. We're fighting a fight like nobody ever thought possible, and we're winning. We're going to win like never before, and we're going to make America great again. I can truly say I believe better than ever before. And Guy, you're right. This is going to come down to what this court that ultimately hears this views as free speech. George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley. You see him on television Mm -hmm. a lot. He spoke at one of the impeachment hearings, I believe. Uh, This was what he said earlier this morning on Fox. There's less than meets the eye in this indictment. When I take a red pen through uh, material that is protected by the First Amendment, it reduces much of this to a haiku. I mean, many of the things that uh, the prosecutor is charging here is protected speech. It, it, it repeats a lot of the allegations in the various states. It's unfair at points. You know, it quotes the uh, Trump in his speech uh, about encouraging people to go to the Capitol Hill. But like the January 6th committee, it omits where he says you should go peacefully. And I think that's a mistake, quite frankly, because it, it undermines your credibility when you sort of hide the ball on things like that. When you start deceptively editing your evidence by leaving out the part where Donald Trump mentioned, please go peacefully, that tells me this whole thing's rotten. It, it really is. And, you know, to me, this obviously, Jason, is part of a coordinated strategy, right? I mean, this isn't just some rogue U.S. attorney in one jurisdiction who decides, hey, I think I'm going to go after Donald Trump. This is, this is a broad strategy, and it's coordinated within the Department of Justice 
And let's face it, the Department of Justice has been weaponized by the Democrat Party in this country to be a simple arm of the of the Democrat Party. Now, I'm not saying every assistant U.S. attorney and all the way down through the rank and file of these people, but in terms of people calling the major shots in, in virtually every jurisdiction across this country, it's become a coordinated attempt to, to weaponize what should be a completely objective, fair, down the middle of the fairway agency in the form of Department of Justice, and it is anything but today. And I think they have lost all credibility. And, and, and to keep going down this same road, you have to wonder, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later in the show, what's the end game? What, what is the end result that they're really trying to – is it just put Donald Trump in jail? Because I don't think it's that short-sighted. I think it's broader than that. It, it reaches deeper than that. Now, for those who feel like, whoa, those hosts on WIBC, they'll say anything to protect Donald Trump. Well, rabble, rabble, rabble. Yeah. All right, fine. If that's how you feel, let's play a little game called follow the money and follow the dates. Okay? Let's start with the dates. June 7th, the FBI releases documents to Congress alleging that the Bidens took a $10 million bribe from Burisma. The very next day, June 8th, Jack Smith indicts Trump in the Mar-a-Lago case. The very next day, okay, could be a coincidence. How about July 26th? Hunter Biden goes to court and rejects sweetheart plea deal after it was revealed the DOJ tried to give him blanket immunity. July 27th, the very next day, Jack Smith adds more charges for Trump in the Mar-a-Lago case. What an interesting coincidence. How about July 31st? Hunter Biden's business partner testifies behind closed doors to the oversight committee that the big guy was absolutely in the mix when it came to Hunter's shady business deals. And I'll be damned if it's not another coincidence, guy. The very next day, August 1st, Jack Smith rolls out the indictment for January 6th stuff. Follow the dates. Okay, if the dates are good enough for you, let's follow the money. Jesse Ventura once said, and I quote, follow the money. Might have been the only smart thing he's ever said, but follow the money. Special counsel Jack Smith's wife, Katie, she produced that very sweet, very touching Michelle Obama documentary called Becoming. Now, her mother, which would be Jack Smith's mother-in-law, She's no longer with us, passed away, but she was a Soros senior justice fellow at the Open Society Foundation. And she also sat on the board of Human Rights Defense Center, which received money from the New World Fund, a liberal New York-based organization closely connected to Hillary Clinton. Follow the money. You can call me a conspiracy theorist all you want, but these are just a string of amazing coincidence here, guy. Well, and that's when conspiracy theory goes out the window um, because th- th- those facts um, are uncontestable. That's exactly what happened. Those are the dates those things happened. And, and it was, again, coordinated. That's my whole point. It's coordinated. And, and it's part of the weaponization of the Department of Justice against any conservative candidate. And right now, the one in the target, the one in the crosshairs is Donald Trump.